I'm getting an energy drink. It's made out of energy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Please don't let me down. I've been gone for a while. You've been tripping. Late night on my phone. I've been sipping. Got me up too late, baby. I'm just trying to sleep. I'm just trying to sleep. Would you love me in my dreams? I'm just trying to see. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to forget all my problems because I'm done. Everybody watching when they look at what might be I just wanna call my mama, tell her I'm the one Nothing she ain't know, got my angels right by me Yeah, got my guidance I'm just trying to sleep so I can fly in Baby, take my hand, know that I'm the pilot I've been waiting just to show you Go and tell me if you like it so I, I was born up around here, around, uh, you know, Niagara Falls. And then, you know, me, my brothers, my dad, mom moved down to Asheville, North Carolina when I was about five. And, uh, you know, a, a football player, you know, college football player, even um, I was even getting scouted by a couple pro teams, you know, but just didn't work out. And uh, so but all throughout college. I was working at uh, nursing homes just as a side job, like housekeeping, CNA stuff and all that. And, you know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. So like I got, I got my degree in criminal justice. I thought I wanted to be a cop um, or a probation officer or something, but then I, you know, I, you know, I just loved working with seniors so much that I got into that and just been doing it ever since. Wow. That's so when you, so how old were you? So you were born in, in that area where you are currently. And then how does it feel to be back currently? Because I know I know that you're back in New York. I don't know if anyone else does, but how do you like being back compared to being back, you know, in Tennessee? Well, actually, well, actually it was North Carolina. North Asheville, Carolina. North Carolina. My bad. Yeah. No worries. No worries. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I'll always love those mountains, the Blue Ridge Mountains. And, you know, that, you know, that'll always be a home to me, but it almost feels like I'm getting back to my roots, Mm. you know, because, you know, growing up, especially around there, you know, me and my brothers, like, it it seemed like every class we were in, in school, like we were the only, only natives. I mean, there, there were, you know, plenty of people that said, oh, I'm, you know, 118 Cherokee, but, you know, so it, it it feels good to get back up here and get back to my roots. Oh yeah, you get plenty of those. Hey man, you know, like I'm 118 Cherokee, and then you know one of their fingernails comes off. They're not native no more. Those are, the, you know, and not to not to bash them or nothing, but it always I I feel that too. Like you're just sitting in there, and then all of a sudden someone's telling you that their great 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 grandma was, you know, and you're like, dude. A Cherokee princess. Yeah, it's always a Cherokee princess too. Um, so my first introduction to you was through Quinna. She she told me about you, and I heard about you from Tosh and um, their family, and or you know your family, I should say. Um, and it was so cool because they're like, hey, you know, he was actually going to get scouted by the Seattle Seahawks, who were where I'm from. You know, I heard that's what I heard from the grapevine. Yeah. And if you could walk me through the story of, you know, from middle school football to high school football to call, if you don't mind, I don't know if it's like an ugly story or, you know, whatever it is, I'd love to know your football story and how that, um, how that came about. Yeah, really just, you know, you know, just been playing football since I was seven, um, played all sorts of positions. Uh, but you know, when I got to high school, I really, you know, I, well, me and me and my older brother Zach, we always played football together, you know. And in high school, we were the tandem team. He was the oh, hang on, drop no something. One second. But I was the in high school. Um, you know, me and my older brother Zach, I was the left tackle. He was the tight end. Mm-hmm. You know, and I. Well, I just always had a knack for it, you know, and I, and you know, I guess good good outlet for good outlet to get some anger out. Mm-hmm. But uh, then I got recruited um, 
out of high school, I went and played for the um, South Carolina Kingcocks. Had got a full scholarship and uh, went, was there for my redshirt year, you know, and uh, but I, I worked my way up to second string even as a freshman. And but then uh, after the first season, I uh, screwed my back up, it, you know, oh. excuse me. I uh, screwed my back up in a workout and, uh, you know, they had a doctor take a look at it and said, uh, okay, this kid, you know, this kid needs an x-ray. And then uh, the coaches turned around and basically told me to stop being a pussy and just wow. keep going. And uh, so I, I, I toughed it. I mean, the in my life, you know, I couldn't sleep for days because it hurt so bad and turned out to be a herniated disc. But I still, um, I still stuck it out for the next semester through workouts and spring practice and all that. And the way the way they handled my injury, just like I couldn't stay there any longer. Yeah. So I, I ended up transferring. Um, ended up transferring to a um a smaller college, Mars Hill University uh, near Asheville, and that's that's where I ended up playing. Um. And actually, I was left guard. I was the pulling guard. Yeah. And but uh, the guy next to me, the left tackle, shout out to Denzel Good. He's playing for the Raiders now. Dang. And, uh, yeah. And so yeah, just my senior year, you know, we we won conference championship. My you know, You know, time it was, it was a good experience there playing. And then just one, you know, my my senior year, one day after practice, uh, there was a scout from the Seahawks there that just pulled me into the back office or asked me to come in the back office and just talk to me and this and that. And, um, yeah, so I, I had a couple I, – I had the Raiders uh, scout come and talk to me, the Seahawks scout come and talk to me, Bills scout come and talk to me. Um. So there was some interest there, but I, I don't know if I think it's probably best that I didn't go pro just because, you know, I've had, you know, throughout my football career, I've had six concussions that I know about. Mm. So, and but yeah, and I, I've talked about it in some of my videos is, you know, where it really hit me was uh, went to a, a combine at Appalachian State and uh just when right before we did the combine, they made us strip down to our underwear and uh, measured our arms, measured our legs, measured our, you know, did all that. And it just felt like, I was like, dang, this is like a slave market, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. a meat market. Yeah. You're like, what am I just a, you know, measurement to you guys, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I never but, thought of you it know, like that. I was also, Yeah. I was also about to get married at the time, so no, go ahead, good. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't but, mean to interrupt you there. So you, you're getting married, no. and then. You know, about to get married at the time, and I just, you know, and so I thought it was like, okay, yeah. I, I guess I felt pressured to do it a little bit, but hey, I gave it a shot at least. Hey, that's a that's a really cool story to see, you know, like the transition, you know, just from to here to here to here, you know, from point to point to point. Do you feel like after going through something like that, do you look at South Carolina and it has a bitter taste where you don't like cheering for the Gamecocks? Oh, up a bit. Um, I was going to move into the thing in there, but then I remember the Wi-Fi is even worse over there. Okay. Yeah. No yeah. worries. Yeah. yeah. So where you? So, um. Okay, so where were we? I'm sorry. Um, uh, you, I think you were asking about uh, me whether I still watch the Gamecocks or cheer yeah, for them. yeah. So do you still have? Do you still watch them and kind of support them? Or are you more of like, hey, I like the school I was at more, you know, previously, like your senior years more? Do you cheer for? Was it Mars Hill? You said. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, um, it's kind of weird. Actually, a, a, a fun little tidbit. Um, you know, uh, Alshon Jeffrey and Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. The, all, like, I was in the freshman class with them at the Gamecocks. Dang, that's cool. So you got to, like, were you, like, cool with those guys or they, they were just in the locker room? Well, yeah, I mean, we, we were friends, you know, mm-hmm. didn't really hang out all the time or nothing. But, yeah, we were cool. 
That's cool. Yeah, but, Stephon um, Gilmore. And they're both still – is Alshon still in the league? I think so. Yeah, and that's cool. Actually, I got a, I got a, I got a funny story okay. I mean, about Melvin Ingram. Okay. You know? All right, he was a – he was a couple grades ahead of me when I got there. And granted, I'm, you know, I'm not one of those assholes that are trying to just say, talk, but he's a much, he was a much better player than me. But one day in practice, you know, I like pulled, you know, I was left guard and I pulled and uh, he came screaming through the line and I just had my moment of knocking the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you so, felt good. Yeah, it did. But anyway, um, yeah, I would say after I got done playing football, it's, you know, really since it's been really hard for me to watch, hmm. you know, I, I really had to, you know, I, I didn't even like watching it because uh, it, it, I mean, there, there was some trauma there, um, but just recently, like, especially me, me and Tosh watching the most recent Bills game, uh, I told him, I was like, dang, that was the like the first time in a long time I've had really had fun watching a, a football game. Oh yeah, Tosh, they uh, make it fun. Yeah, well, you know, normally when I watch football, like I go into football mode, mm-hmm. and that, you know, I don't really like going to that part of myself. So, oh. but I, we had fun. Well, that's good though. You know that you're able to kind of. Did you feel like you almost removed yourself from it and just kind of became a fan and enjoyed the experience more rather than, like you said, your football mode where you're like, oh, he's not pulling, you know, the he should be hitting that gap or, you know, you it was like more like, oh, let's just watch it to hope they win, you know? Yeah, yeah, just just have having fun with watching it instead of, yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. I played in I played in high school for my senior year and so it was like, I'm not nowhere, you know, I didn't play college. I had some relatives who played college and stuff. And, um, but the, the thing is, is like, I'm always been like a fan first and then I kind of transitioned to playing. So like, but then you're right. Yeah. Like there, there does become a moment where you're again, like I've never done it at the collegiate level, but then I'm like, Oh, you know, they're doing it like this. And I could see that some people from college look at it from more of like a, you said trauma or almost like a, like a job it was a job point of view at that point it wasn't even really like hey this is fun like hey i gotta do this for like you said i was getting you were getting married at the time it was like almost pressure to kind of you know perform out there yeah yeah exactly and uh actually i've I've also been a coach too um like uh you know i after i left south carolina there was a semester there where i um coached at my old high school and um yeah, just, you know, seeing, you know, it showed me a different way of seeing the game. And, but yeah, no, yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying. Yeah. So fast forward to now you're, you're in, in the Buffalo area. Now I would I'd totally tell people, you know, where, where you are, but I don't know if you want, you know, where people know where oh, you are. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Um, so you got a job and how is that going? You know, like you, I heard you like, you sound really passionate about helping the elders and what, you know, that's really cool. So walk me through, like, what even, like, did you just, like, walk by a flyer? Did someone say, hey, you should get this job? Um, whatever you're comfortable with sharing, I'd love to know, like, what you're doing, what you're up to now. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm an open book, man. Uh, oh, hang on. Let me turn that notification off. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, well, my my ex-wife, you know, her, um, her dad, while we were dating college, he owned like three different, um, you know, like one old people nursing home, one adult care home for people with schizophrenia and, you know, another place. Uh, and, you know, I just needed a, a side job during college. So I started out doing housekeeping in that uh, place where it was mostly pizza, people with schizophrenia. And, uh, you know, I started out there. And then just uh, moved over, to, ended up moving over to, um, pa- you know, passing medicine. And, you know, I, I really, like, I was working at nursing homes. And I've also, well, I've done all sorts of stuff. Like, uh, worked at a place called Elida Homes, where working with, uh, you know, teenage uh, teenagers with uh, mental health problems. And, uh, but really with elders, 
that has been my true passion because it's and you know i i the company that i just got the job with uh brookdale that you know i worked with them for three years you know i, I worked at one in Asheville, passing medicine and you know just you know cna work and then but then i got bumped up to this other place doing activities and you know that that was just so fun and but then I, I you know i made sure to leave on good terms but then i got another opportunity you know down uh in brevard to be an activities director you know to be a manager and uh you know that and that was a good experience but it was a you know it was very hard but then uh i came up here and just on a whim one day something just told me look up yeah just look up nursing homes near me and there's a brookdale like 15 minutes down the road so i just i just called them up asked if they were hiring they were and they're hiring for the they were hiring for the exact same position i just had so wow. i went yeah i went and interviewed for it um and they i got I, they they offered me the job on the spot damn so, well, I mean, because that's that's where my I mean, I got a good I got a good ass resume. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're <laughs> At like, least hey, in that field. Yeah. They're like, hey, this guy's done it before. And he's in, in, in that case, you work for that same company, just in a different location. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're mm -hmm. like, oh, this guy knows our, you know, our systems or how we like to do it. Um, and when yeah. you say for people who don't know, and even myself, when you say passing medicine, does that mean like you would deliver the medicine into the room? Is that what you mean by that? Or oh, um, medicine? Actually, or? there's a well, there's a lot to that. Um, each, you know, we had like uh, I'd say like seventy residents that I'd have to, you know, they they have each have their little packets of their medicine that you have to pop into a cup and. Uh, you got to be careful because if you, you know, a medication error, like, you know, if a patient has a, if you accidentally give someone else, someone else's medicine, you know, you got to be, and I also had to do uh, insulin injections and then take vitals and all that. So, I mean, it was, I mean, it, it was difficult, you know, you really got to get a rhythm to it, but, and everybody has, um, you know, usually morning, noon and nighttime meds and there's variations of that, but you know so there's there's a lot to that but you know i, I enjoyed it yeah. what what i what i love most is just you know just being able to help others and you know bring them a you know big old smile you know that's almost like of, patch adams <laughs> that's the type of people you need in something like that you know people who just want to help you know because i know there's a common misconception where people I don't know. In the like, I'm just looking at it from in the college point of view. People are like, "Oh, I can make a lot of money doing A and B. Why don't I just do that?" You know. But coming from a place like, "Oh, I just like to," you like coming from your point of view is like, "I just really, really like to help people." And I think that's what yeah. I would want as someone who was an elder and needed someone to give me my pills or I needed my vitals checked. I wouldn't want someone in there who's just trying to collect a check. You know. Oh, and you had plenty of people in there that were just there for the check. And that, honestly, it used to piss me off. Like, like you know, these these are people's lives that were, you know, if you if you mess up, someone could, you know, have some serious health consequences. So, you know, don't just come in here and just, you know, bullshit around. Like, you know. Oh yeah, but or anyway. even yeah, yeah, like even look at them like they're not even people because it's not their family too. You know, have you gotten mm -hmm. that too? It's like, hey, these people are like in a way like our family because they're in our building, our organization, you know, like just because it's not your blood relative, you know, how would you feel if you had to put your family there and they were treating them like that, you know? Yeah. You and know? Then something else that with, especially with homes like that, that you have to keep in mind if you're working there is that, you know, yes, it is a job. You get to leave at the end of the day they live there this that's their home mm -hmm. you know and like it, i just i always wanted to do my best to make you know make them feel comfortable and happy in their home because you know nobody nobody wants to be in a place like that 
you know, that I'm sure most of them would rather be with their families. And especially when COVID hit, like they, you know, everybody felt so isolated and stuff. And, you know, I just wanted to you know, always want to do my best to just make them feel at home. Yeah. And that's, man, salute to you, man. That's, that's awesome. So did you, um, so prior to that, I'm, I'm interested in just how things go from start to finish. How did you start did, so when did you do that when you were going to school did you get some certification or did you just get a job and then they trained you on site or how that how did that go um well it's you know i started out in housekeeping you know oh man the, the messes i had to clean up <laughs> but then uh but then i um yeah basically just you know they needed uh they ended up needing a uh uh, med tech is what they call it med tech and uh you know they just you know they paid for the training and stuff and i was like all right i'll do it and then just kind of built from there and you know eventually my uh certification and uh i even got my for a while there i was the transportation guy i used to drive a for one of the brookdales i used to drive an 18 passenger bus which you know and i got my cdl for it Duh. I remember having to parallel park that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, uh, my god! But yeah, no, it was cool. And like, well, actually, that one place that was cool to work at because you know there's different levels of a nursing home. There's a there's skilled nursing homes, which is the highest level of care. There's assisted, and then the place I was at in uh, Hendersonville was independent living, which is basically just a. It was kind of like an apartment complex for for elders that needed a little extra help, like keeping track of their medicine and stuff. And, uh, but what, what was cool about that is, uh, since it was independent living, we could serve alcohol at our activities. <laughs> so I even learned how to, you know, I, like the late, you know, the lady I've worked with, which she's awesome. I, me and her are still in contact today, Lisa. And, uh, she taught me how to, you know, mix up some uh, cocktails and, we had a happy hour every every Wednesday. And yeah, that was that was a lot. Of, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, like after work, you guys yeah. would go have like a happy hour or something. No, no, like the, we would uh, we would throw a party for the residents and serve oh. drinks, and we you know it it'd be a happy you know. And we had we brought someone in to play some live music and stuff, and yeah, like Dang. every Wednesday was was happy hour. They got to have a good time then, you know, that's, that's good though. Like, yeah, you know, you're bringing the environment to them. Cause like you said, maybe, uh, maybe they wouldn't be able to go and do that. And in, in an independent living, you know, they're kind of like, Oh, this is kind of like what I do now. I go home and I stay here, you know, or I stay here. I don't really go out. So for you guys to bring that to them, I think that's pretty cool. Um, do you have any, um, crazy stories or funny stories that like when you are doing something like like when your first vital check you had to do or your first needle you had to put in someone where you're like dang this is i'm in it now oh i got first time i put a did the insulin um injection i got cussed out oh <laughs> like it was this guy this yeah this war veteran and you know like i was still new so i guess i didn't do it like i guess it hurt when i put it in and he just, oh, he screamed at me. <laughs> but I was like, all right, all right, my bad, my bad, man. <laughs> he was like, come oh, on, man. dude. Yeah, but then I, I learned the trick of it. You know, right before you put the needle in, you got to pinch the skin and that kind of numbs it for a second. Then, you know, there you go. Oh, damn, that's a good trick, you know, because, you know, zombie apocalypse comes around a corner and i gotta do an insulin thing now i know you gotta pinch right before it goes in you know <laughs> oh yeah 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 um, yeah, and... yeah that's funny that's good <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man and well you know just just something with working uh working in nursing homes down south that i ran into a lot that i, I you know i had to learn a lot of patience because i would always I would always have people have them coming up saying, Hey, Geronimo, Hey, Tonto, you know, and so, you know, I, and just the one thing I'm grateful for with working at nursing homes is it taught me a lot of patience because, mm. you know, especially, you know, if they have dementia, you know, they had, 
don't take that personally. Yeah, well, as as much as I wanted to, <laughs> you know, it's like they're you know that cognitively they're just not all there, and you know, so you gotta it 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 also helped me just just understand different people. That's a really good point. Yeah, patience. I feel like there's a lot of places that will test mine, and I feel like you're you're right. You're gonna you're getting it at all corners, and in something i've never really been in an elderly home other than like a visit you know i haven't been there longer than probably hours at a time you know but you know coming from a place and you're even helping these people so like if someone was doing that to me in that situation i'd be like oh i'm not i'm not here but you're working you got to deal with that you know but um yeah it's really cool to see how the patients you look at it from the positive way a lot of people could look at it oh they're just they're rude they're mean i don't want to be here i'm out but you said, Hey, how can this make give me more patience? And I think that's really good, you know? And, you know, especially coming from that, that's, I, yeah, I, I admire that because like I said, I haven't been in an elderly home longer than an hour, you know, and that's not on uh, purpose, oh, yeah. you know, but it's like, it's really cool to see, you know, hear from your perspective of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... oh yeah, go ahead. No, no, I, well, I, I I lost the thought. Go ahead. <laughs> I know it like Zoom gives me like the like two seconds and then it like so I, I I'm not meaning to interrupt you. It just does that with the connection. No, um, no worries, man. Um, cool vibes. What I was going to ask, though, is you were telling me about your podcast that you're, you've started. I'd love to know or, you know, or your channel or whatever, you know, uh, I'd love to know and tell people what it's about. Um, I'd love to know. Well, really, I, um, well, it's about different things. It's, it's kind of just me speaking my own truth and telling my own story, but also wanting to, um, you know, speak up for, for native people, you know, cause we need, need more, you know, it's, we need more people to speak up for our people. So, and you know, I, like, I know how I got, I know how I've realized how strong of a voice I have. So I just want to use it, use it for good. Oh yeah. Natives and media, man. That's what, that's what we need. Yeah. We need more and of us there, out there. Dude, there's been an, ex yeah. And what I love it, you know, cause I, you know, me and my family went to standing rock and actually Quinn did too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But um, yeah, just, I think that was a big awakening for native people and just now there's been an explosion almost like a harlem renaissance type deal but for just for all native people like native art native culture you know it's just it's a it's beautiful to see and i want to be a part of it yeah i mean every you know like i feel like a lot of other cultures have gotten the not that it's about the spotlight but you know like you said it's these past couple of years i feel like there has been a rise of natives in media you know look at reservation dogs you know you look at all the the tribal art that's popping up more you know it's so cool yep. to be like oh yeah that's that's us you know yeah like we out like there right yeah, yeah like right on like i love it I yeah love it. every second of it, it yeah and what i love it, it it's not about be, like you said not about being in the spotlight it's just about promoting native culture native art and just the beauty of it and i think it's important and for I, it, yeah kids yeah it's it, and it is it is a beautiful thing to see oh yeah for sure yeah. i mean i look at it like um when i was a kid you know like there you know we would look up to superheroes and you know, action figures and stuff like that. And most of them weren't native people. Like I, we, we sought out our, you know, our, our role models as people we knew on the res or, you know, something like that. But to see it on TV, you know, how cool as a kid, you know, to see it and be like, oh, that's so cool that we're in the media too. You know, we're not just portrayed as the one single character that's in every movie and is the same guy, you know, it's cool, yeah. you know, like, yeah, that's my, you know, it's really, really cool to see that we're not just the guys on the horses or, you know, we're not just the, right. You know, yeah, because 
because for the longest time with movies, you know, I'm a huge movie buff, and the longest time, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. I'm no, sorry. no worries. Yeah, but the, yeah, for the long, uh, longest time, there's even a great documentary about it called uh, Real R E E L Engine. But they talk about the portrayal of Native people in movies since the 1900s and just how, like, the noble Indian savage and, you know, like, it's almost like we were stuck in, you know, as far as the movies, they kept us stuck in the 1800s, you know, riding horseback and uh, shooting arrows. But, but then now it's, you know, it's like, you know, we're just, we're just people, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, because we wear normal clothes. We, you know, we pay we pay bills just like everyone else does out here. You know, that's yeah. and that's what's crazy. People will sometimes, when I was younger, they'd almost be like, "Oh, you guys are exempt from like that kind of stuff, right?" I'm like, "I damn, I damn wish we were. Didn't have to pay no bills. Like, you know what the <laughs> like people would just come in with the weirdest yeah, questions. It's like, come on, like, we're, we're we're still people living in the modern world, guys. Yeah. <laughs> People reaching for the stars with that one, man. They're just like, I was like, where did you get questions like that, dude? Like, it almost feels like that's like your parents asking me that question. Like, I know you didn't come up with that, you know? Right. That's what was weird. Like, yeah. I I mean, down south, I had people like asking, like, do y'all still live in GPs? You're like, like, fuck. You're like, I got a utility bill back home. I got Wi-Fi to pay just like you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So um, what is the weather like over in New York compared to, I mean, I know what it's like in New York, but compared, is it pretty um, drastically different or would you say it's pretty similar to where you're at now? Um. Wait, you mean as far as where I grew up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's It's, well... It's actually pretty different. Like I, I think like it's it's taken me time to adjust to the new climate because it it gets colder much quicker. You know, down down in Asheville, like you, when it hits fall, you know the the autumn sticks around for a while. You know, it doesn't get crazy cold. But here, it's like once once fall hits, like okay, get ready for the cold. <laughs> Oh yeah, it, it comes quick. It's same thing with Washington. Have you been to Washington yet? Washington State? No, I've always wanted to come. You definitely have to come. Like we were telling Tosh, you guys should both come down because I'm in the process of trying <laughs> to get my own place. So when you guys come down, you know, come stay with us or we'll go skiing or do something, you know. Um <laughs> it's it's a good time out here, but I've never been down to the south. So like I wonder how I would feel going down there. Compared, you know, I've been to Buffalo, and there Buffalo's a lot colder than Washington, but we get a lot more rain than there, so it's like a different type of cold there. They get like dry snow cold. We get like wet rain cold. You know. Um, yeah. But um, so so Asheville's in North Carolina, North Carolina or South Carolina? North Carolina. Western North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. And then, so your guys' biggest city next to you would be, is so Asheville is the biggest, Charlotte. So do you cheer for the, uh, are you a Hornets guy? Do you, you watch basketball? Are you a Charlotte Hornets fan? Um, I, I don't, I don't really uh, watch uh, pro basketball, <laughs> but college basketball, I'm a Tar Heels guy. Oh yeah, bro. My, uh, my cousins are huge Tar Heels. We're from here. We, we've never even been from North Carolina, but they're huge, uh, North Carolina fans. I'm glad, I'm glad I could share that with you instead of, I was glad you didn't say Duke because I know I, we wouldn't be rowing out probably. <laughs> oh, man. It, it gets serious, man. Like, you know, Tar, like Tar Heel fans versus Duke fans. Like, man, that's a serious rivalry. Oh yeah, have you been to one of those games or a tailgate or anything over there during those college basketball games? Oh, but what's what's cool is um actually no um I never been, I don't think I've ever been to a you know a live game but a cool little tidbit is uh Roy Williams the coach he went to my high school what yep T C Robertson yep. dang that's cool does he uh so, does yeah. He- does he fund anything? Does you guys have a cool building for him or something in there, or like a basketball court in there? Um, I don't think he. I'm not sure about that, but he did come one time That's cool. to a basketball game and just just spoke for a little bit. You know, That's but yeah, cool. 
That's really cool for him to give back. And one of the other things I wanted to ask you was we, I was talking to you about comedians and what uh, podcasts you listen to. So what other podcasts do you listen to or what comedians do you follow? Um, and if, if North Carolina has like a, a stand-up presence, cause I know slowly from personal experience, I'm seeing like Zanies in Tennessee with Theo Vaughn, like they're starting to kind of become more of a big comedy play. So I wonder if, if you've seen like the South kind of become more um, up with comedy, you know, I don't really know what my question's asking, but um, what other podcasting comedians do you follow? Just uh, well, I've like I've been what you know watching Joe Rogan's podcast since you know almost since he first started it, and uh, you know I've watched uh, Theo. I love Theo Vaughn like that. You know, he's he's hilarious, and uh, well, actually, it, Brendan Schaub is he? I know he's he's a comedian too. Yep. He does comedy too, doesn't he? Yep. Or yeah, yeah. Because what what I love is is that you know like with joe rogan and brendan Schaub is like they're they're comedians but they're also like athletes like mma like athletes and i just think that's so cool and uh yeah, yeah. and well another podcast i love listening to is uh kevin smith his podcast yeah you know like but but yeah I've, i mostly as far as what podcasts and I listen to I mostly Joe Rogan, JRE. Yeah. Dude, JRE's the yeah man. I love so okay. I gotta ask you this as a as another fellow Joe Rogan fan because I've watched it from basically what it was on the beginning too, like really rough stages. Probably like episode nineties when I kind of jumped in. I don't listen to every one of them. Yeah. Um, but when he went in, so from his first, you know, his first studio, or his like main JRE studio, right, where he would have the Elvis background or the, the country flag. And then he went to the spaceship, right? Did you like that transition to the, the, um, the spaceship? Cause I know a lot of Joe Rogan fans didn't like it. what do you think of it? Oh, the, like with the, yeah. And the, the new one in, uh, in Austin, the, yeah. with red, red background. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was a little weird too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it had like this space had a weird vibe to it it know? definitely did but didn't it? it it definitely had like a vibe of like what's going on here like when they're in the room you almost felt like you were there in the spaceship you almost felt cramped and i i don't know why that was but it totally was like a um weird feeling I, but i definitely i think he fixed it like his new ones are different now yeah, yeah the, the one he has now is like yeah like i fucking love like yeah I recognize. So, are you in the parking lot at the house? No, I'm actually at um sitting at Seven Clan. Oh, okay. I was wondering because when you when I saw the the tree or your phone, I saw the trees. I was like, oh, that looks like the tree yeah. right outside the house. So I was. It looked familiar for <laughs> sure. Um, man, I no, I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've I've kind of yeah I've kind of made Seven Clan. You know my my podcast spot for right now. Like I just come over here. And, park and then you know, just do my thing Dude, it's so relaxing there there's something about you know something about it over there. there's something special about the seven clan to me personally you know and everyone mm-hmm. i think it's just a nice place to be and it's calming like you pull in yeah. and it's it's like you're on the road one second and then you pull in and it's like a totally different feeling you know and it's just i love it yeah. over there yeah and this this place means a lot to me because well number one is where I did my first sweat lodge, mm-hmm. and uh, number two it's also I I didn't even know this until the you know like last week my dad you know he came to his first AA meeting here wow. with uh with their their grandpa Jay and then he ended up being uh you know it, it that, that was kind of the spark that you know eventually got him sober and then. Now he's an an addiction specialist. Wow, that's cool. How it goes yeah. full circle there, you know? Right, right. You know? Yeah, that's that's actually where I did my first sweat. Not at the Seven Clan, but over at Turin's. Um, did you guys uh, go and do that the other the other week over there? Oh no! Well, Hayes Hayes and Angel did, but you know I. I I couldn't get my butt up out of bed. In time. It was kind of early. 
sometimes they're there early, man. The rocks are ready at early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. It's like I wish I could have made it. I really do. I just like I woke up and I was like, dang it, we missed it. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be another one for sure though. Yeah, yeah. I heard about it. Um so if you had any um have you guys gone and got hot wings or anything since you've been there? Because that's usually one of the first things I try to do is when we're there, I'll go and get some wings or something, pizza, pizza and wings. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I, I remember, yeah. I, I think when we first got here is, uh, was it her birthday? No, Nina. Oh, we went to Nina's swim meet. And then, uh, yeah, it was it was Nina's birthday. Yeah, and she had a swim meet. And then we, you know, went went to, got pizza and wings afterwards at at this cool place like you know like it was like a comic book place you know like you know had and wings and stuff. yeah and it was it was awesome that's awesome that's good to hear i miss everyone over there i can't wait to come back i don't know when um we've been talking about you know about coming up there soon um because i i miss it too i mean obviously it's quinn home you know she loves everything about it misses it all the time and yeah. i could tell you know as you know as her boyfriend i could see she gets homesick you know and i I understand that we're way over here, so I'm always willing to go over there whenever she wants to go over there and visit, or if she wants to go there by herself, or you know how. But she never does. But um, yeah. you know, it's her home. I get it. Um, yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, but so, yeah, just no. Go ahead. Oh, I had nothing else. I I just I don't know why I ended that uh, sentence with so. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good, man. But yeah, like. Okay, this is kind of funny. Like, and please don't take this personally. No, because like, I didn't know you when they yeah. were telling me about you. I, I was like, wait. My first reaction was like, wait, who is this guy with my little cousin? <laughs> <laughs> but then, just especially with us us talking, and you know, I was just like, you know, it just makes me happy that my, my little cousin Quinn is is with a good guy. The signal's getting weird. I know. I don't know what's going on here. Hold on. Um, sometimes if I let my car just sit for a while, the, it cuts off and the Wi-Fi cuts off. Oh, okay. Okay, but usually if I just back it up real quick and then you know, do <laughs> something with it, almost like move the mouse on a computer. <laughs> oh, yeah, like keep it alive or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, it's like you're going for a fist bump and then... Yeah, bro. <laughs> So, um, how long are you planning to be over there? Um, for a while, you know, I, Good. I, I don't really know exactly. Like, I, you know, I, I feel comfortable here. Like I just, you know, for, yeah, for a while. I say that for just because while. I don't want to miss you. Like, I, I, I want to get there before, you know, like, but if, now that makes oh. me feel good. You know, I'm not saying it like, when, you know, when are you leaving? I'm saying it like. I hope I am able to see you in person, you know, and we can do another one. Oh here, yeah. You know? Yeah. Likewise. Oh, oh yeah. I definitely plan to, you know, especially, you know, that's why I made sure to, you know, you know, got a, got a job and I'm getting settled, you know? So I, I plan to be here for a while. Um, it's crazy that I ended up, I entered, I ended up having you on here before I had Tosh, like me and Tosh, like just haven't had, like he was here in person and we just never got to doing it. And it's not that I didn't want him on the podcast at all. It was just that yeah. it just didn't line up. And then I got you on here before. So I definitely got to get Tosh on here or, or all three of us could do it when I come out to New York. I think that would be cool too. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Or even JT or Hayes, you know, get, you know, have everyone come in for a little bit. I think it would be real cool to have uh, everyone come and say something, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Here, hang on. No worries. Whoa. It's raining over there too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of got the cold rain. Yeah. Um, well, before we go, before I, I my computer's about to die and I got to get going here at 2.30. I got to go meet Quinna. Okay. Um She's at work right now, but we're going to go meet and get Halloween stuff and pumpkins and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. But I, if is there anything that you wanted to leave, you know, let anyone know before we go? 
Um, hmm. Can't, you know, can't think of anything specific. Just like, you know, always be kind to people, you know, like that everybody's going through their own struggle and just, you know, it, it doesn't cost anything to be kind to people. Yeah. You know? So, and just spread good vibes. That's it. Oh yeah, because but you yeah. never yeah you never know what someone's going through, right? Yeah, yeah, because and a lot of times, a lot of times when uh you know someone like lashes out at you or something, most of the time it has more to do with themselves than it has to do with you. It's more of a reflection of what's going on in them internally than what you know something you did. So yeah. I just yeah, that's something I learned. So it's something to keep in mind. Yeah. So. Now, real, real quick, one last question. Yeah. Um, so, what, you, you got a Halloween costume? Yeah. Um, what, what you going on? So, this will probably be released after Halloween, so I could tell you. Um, okay. So, you know the show, Did you have you seen Reservation Dogs? Yeah, yeah. Well, Quinna's, a couple episodes. Okay, well, Quinna's going to be the deer lady. She That's what she's going to be. She's going to be the deer lady. And then <laughs> she wants me, well, it was kind of... She's like, you should be the tribal cop. So I'm, I got these, the, a wig with the braids and I'm going to have this cop. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not really a cop guy, but it's going to be, it's going to be funny, but that's who I'm going to be. Like, I'm, I'm getting an energy drink. It's made out of energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be uh Zorn or Z- whatever his name is. So um, you'll definitely see the pictures. I'll send them in the group chat for you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm going for the Aquaman, Jason Momoa style. Dude, I was about to say, you look like a native uh, Jason Momoa there. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, I, I've loved him ever ever since you know he first started, like long before he came Aquaman. He's, yeah, he seems like a cool dude. Oh yeah, you got to go see the new um, Dune movie. He was in Dune. Me and Quinn went. And yeah, saw that's it. right. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! Actually, I think that's on HBO Max. So I gotta check it out. Yeah, it's a good movie, man. Like I, there's a lot of movies like since prior or since before COVID, or like you know this whole yeah. COVID drought. This has probably been one of the better movies I've seen since like COVID hit. So you get definitely go see it. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. yeah. And now, then, have, um, have, have you seen uh, any of his uh, show called C? No, I haven't. On yet. Apple TV. Oh, it's so great. He's Baba Voss. I got a dude. I want to see it, man. I should grow. I'm thinking about growing the hair. This is as long as I grow my hair out like ever. I'm thinking about growing it. I don't know yet. Oh, yeah. Like most of my life, I've I've always kept it like buzz cut. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've just been growing it over the past couple of years. So do you like it? Do you like the long hair more than the short hair? Yeah, I do. Because, well, it's about, you know. You know, it's important to me because especially with like, you know, like, like with residential schools, you know, yeah. they've been, you know, they've been cutting our hair for hundreds of years. And so I'm growing my shit out and letting it fly. Hell yeah, bro. I, I dig it. I'm kind of thinking yeah. like, you know, I've always had it short and why not have it long for a little bit? Because there's going to be a time maybe when I get older and it's going to, it won't grow or there will, you know, so why as well try it out, you know? Yeah. Oh, actually, you you don't know something kind of funny is my dad. You know, he's he's not native, but he's like you know he's he's in tune with with you yeah. know, he's down with natives. Um, and like I mean, he's got a receding hairline back to about here. No offense, dad, but then he's got a long braid hey. in the back. He's representing back <laughs> there, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. That's dope. That's dope. Well. Again, thank you so much for being here. This was awesome. Um, I had a great time. Um, I did too. It was awesome to be able to meet you. Um, I can't wait to meet you in person. Um, Hopefully we come out to, you know, Tuscarora here soon. Uh, Get some pizza wings, you know, sing some karaoke, do something, you know. Um, But um, other than that, thanks again, man. And um, I'll text you all the stuff um, if I need anything. Uh, But I think, you know, I I don't think I'll even need anything. Please don't let me down, down. I've been gone for a while, you've been tripping. Late night, I'm a 
tripping. Got me up too late, baby. I'm just trying to sleep. I'm just trying to sleep. Would you love me in my dreams? I'm just trying to see. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to forget all my problems, cause I'm done. Everybody watching when they look at what might be. I just wanna call my mama, tell her I'm the one. Nothing she ain't know, got my angels right by me. Yeah, got my guidance. I'm just trying to sleep so I can fly in. Baby, took my hand, know that I'm the pilot. I've been waiting just to show you. Go and tell me if you like so it. Let me down now. I've been gone for a while, you've been tripping. Late night on my phone, I've been sipping. Got me up too late, baby. I'm just trying to sleep. I'm just trying to sleep. Would you love me in my dreams? I'm just trying to see. Sleeping, they ain't gon' notice me. Think I live for the week, and my mind is weakening. Need a smoke break and two shots of whatever. Multiply the two until they both surrender. And now I'm better than ever, like got a cuties watching. Like Rollis watching the Cuban Island, demise of watering. I'm drowning, I'm hoping the world ain't pleased. I'm underground, I'm drowning. I need a hand, so please don't let me down. I've been gone for a while, even tripping. Lay now.